Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did the Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound, it's episode 259, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Of course, I am Brian Breaker, and joining me, as always, big underscore Bane. How's it going, pal? Good, man. How's it? How are you today? You know, I am... Feeling I, festive? I, you know, I'm feeling super duper festive. I'm jolly. Jolly AF. <laughs> jolly <laughs> AF. Well, it is our Christmas special, man. Yes. So, no guest this week. This is all about us um, uh, talking a little Christmas, man. Me and you are both big Christmas... Uh, um, that's our favorite holiday, right? I mean, fair to say. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And it's, it's a great time of year. We both love it. And so we... Every year we like to dive into just our Christmas talk. Yep. Um, there's a lot of different ways we can we can go with this. So we'll kind of be all over the place with this, but you know, it's this is also a time for us. We record this ahead of time so we can actually take a little Christmas sabbatical. Sure. From the show, but we're still producing content at the same time. Exactly. So, Christmas time uh, always is one thing very much for me. You say you're jolly, I am too. Also stressed out. <laughs> Super stressed out, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've i talked on our, our Patreon. I mean, I've got blood pressure through the roof right now. I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely a stressful time. It's a very stressful time. It's the wildest time of the year. Um, to me, there's nothing worse than ordering something and, like, hadn't shipped. And you're like, oh, yeah, what the hell is going on here? It's a week and a half away, pal. I need it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've got a Christmas... Thing uh, with some of our karate students, where we were planning to give them a uh, present, which will have already happened by the time this airs. And basically, what I ordered was some mugs with their name and sure black belt rank on there, which is like oh, that'd be kind of fun, and our logo on the other side, and uh, kind of similar to our Patreon mugs yeah. that we did a little while ago. And the last three have not shipped. Ordered them December second. Yep. And you know, as we record this, it's the tenth. It's like. What the hell? You know, like, what is going on here? You know, so. Yep. Just, I'm, it's a stressful time. I'm actually waiting on a mug that I ordered as well, and it hasn't shipped. So, yeah, that's definitely definitely one of those things. I, I tried to, this year with the kids' list, I was like, do your best to keep it on Amazon. Yeah. And do your best to make sure it's 
prime at least two day shipping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, some of the stuff they got, it's like I clicked on the link that they put in there and it's like will arrive after Christmas. And it's like, at least I tell you though. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, forewarning kids, some of your stuff might not be here. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think too, though, there's that difference, at least, you know, like I look at my nephew, he's six, big time into the Christmas stuff. Yeah. So you want to make sure it's there and ready to roll. When they're a little bit older, I think sometimes it's, they get it, you know, it is yeah. what it is. Well, and we, we started doing this thing where we started it a few years back, just like, hey, our budget this year is X amount of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And what we tell the kids to do, just fill out your list as normal, but just know this is our budget some of the stuff on your list you might not get and you know they're they're always okay with that and then but this year um marissa asked what our budget was i told her and she built her list to be exactly that amount and so it's like well we have to get her everything because we told her what the budget was and like it's so i'm thinking like next year maybe we don't tell her a budget just like yeah make your list and then you know us just keep the budget to ourselves but yeah. yeah, it's kind of a kind of a weird deal, you know. No, I get it, and I and I think sometimes too, like you know, we've kind of talked. Like my niece is ten. One of the things she told me she wanted was Polly Pocket. Yeah. So I'm like, I know nothing about Polly Pocket. So I have I actually hit up a good friend of the show, Travis Fowler. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm very familiar with Polly Pocket. Yeah. And the one she wants, they don't make anymore. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, eBay's your best chance, and it's like triple the money. I bet a year and a half ago I probably had that in my house because probably Marissa was totally into those too. <laughs> right, and I'm and I'm but I'm looking at my niece and kids are different today than they were yeah. when we were young. But I'm like you, you don't play with toys really. Right, you watch TV on Netflix and on your phone. Yep, and you like makeup and your and your phone and that's about it. Yep. Do you really want this? Oh, I really want it. Yep. Hmm, I don't think you do. I'll get it for her anyway because that's what she asked for. Sure. But it's that weird thing of like, you're not going to play with this. Yeah. Well, it's like one of the things that uh, Marissa asked for was like a like this five pack of stress balls. And it's like, she's got a drawer full of these already. <laughs> it's like, did They're she just really? The, like the balls little squeeze? squishy things, you know? And it's like, you really need more? Like, I mean, why? And... <laughs> So I was like, okay, we'll get it, but it's just going to be junk in your room again. Well, and I think that's also a thing, too, where sometimes with Christmas you have to think, you know, I'm, I'm sure we were guilty of it, too, as, oh, young, yeah. as younger kids, where you ask for something that you think was cool, but if it came right down to it, do you really want that? Exactly. Probably not. You know, and it's like, it's one of those things, too, where it's like, she's also wanting some back-to-school clothes, because next semester she's finally going back to school. She's been at home. It's like, well, why didn't you just ask for clothes for Christmas? Mm-hmm. That would have covered all the bases instead of all this bull crap that you did ask for. Because she wants you to buy Christmas presents and clothes. Probably. I, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, we we, we were broke, sister. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just like, good Lord. Yeah. It, it that's And that's where the stress comes in, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Big thinking time. like, all right, hmm. I wonder how much I can get for a kidney. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, me and the wife were seriously talking like, uh, a few days ago, she was like, "You really need to look into, you know, doing like giving plasma." And I was like, "I know, be so much extra money." She said, "Like the like one of them, they're doing like six hundred dollars the first time or something like that." Well, that's well, th- that's a work to a degree. Oh, I'm sure because I've I'm been sure. I've been in the plasma game. Yeah, oh yeah. But actually, off the record, I've heard you could actually make more because you've had COVID. 
Oh, really? Something somebody told me that some because they use that. I think maybe for research or something for like studying it. Yeah. Okay. Well, shoot, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you have to prove like with paperwork or something. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't, don't. I don't know. But I don't have any paperwork that says I have it. Right. And that's kind of what I. What I have I a voicemail. <laughs> yeah. So, but again, that normally what they do is, and I actually would highly recommend it. I I I donated plasma because I worked a mile away from a plasma place. Yeah. This is kind of I've never really talked about this, but. I didn't make a lot of money at this job. Good friend of ours, Aaron Anders, was kind of telling me about it. I'm like, okay. He said, if you go five times, I'll pay you 50 bucks a donation. And I was like, really? And he goes, you should at least go make 250 bucks. And I'm like, well, that's true. And uh, this place, you actually scheduled it on an app. Okay. And uh, you have to wait at least a day in between. Yeah. But you wait in line, you sign up, you do a little waiver thing, you know, you haven't. Had sex with any prostitutes or anything like that. <laughs> like, legit, that's what they asked. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And then they, they do a little finger prick um, to see if you have enough, like, protein in your blood, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, if that looks good, they'll let you go donate. Nice. So that process takes, like, five minutes, depending on the line. Yeah. And then when they actually hook you up to the machine, it's about 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Depending on your hydration levels, which I would stay hydrated, for yeah. sure. And, but yeah, I mean, like a lot of people, I think, kind of look down on that. But I was like, this is better than a part time job. Oh yeah, it's and an I'm, hour out of your day, and I'm probably making the same money. Yeah, like it's really not that big a deal. And I just put, I started bringing headphones. I'd listen to a podcast. Yeah. I'd read a book. I mean, it's really not that bad. Yeah, that's not bad at all. So I wait a little, make a little extra cash. Shoot, yeah. Especially during this holiday season, I don't, I don't think it's bad at all. No, you got, got to make that extra dough. A little extra dough, yeah. But it's definitely that time where everyone's thinking, like, hmm, wonder what I could, uh, what I could make to do this. Wonder, yeah, because you know, everyone needs that little extra. How, cash. how easy is it to cook meth? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, I, I've noticed too with my niece and nephew, kind of looking back on it, because they, they mostly get a lot of toys, and that's mostly what they want. But it's like. It becomes a thing of like, oh, let's get him, let's get him this, or let's get her that. I think they'll like that. Right. Obviously, you've seen in the other bedroom, my nephew got an arcade machine. Yeah. For his new room at the new house they're building. Yeah. My mom asked me, I was like, that's awesome. I think it's great. Yeah. Will he play with that thing? Probably not as much as you think. <laughs> right. Because those, those aren't stuff, that's not games he grew up on. Not as much as I would, mom. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> I'd play the hell out of Final Fight. That'd be awesome. <laughs> right. But like, that'd be great. But. It's just that weird thing, you know. So you're right. I don't know, but I do get what your your point of like how how the Christmas season goes and yeah, all the gift giving it's, and and I don't know about you, but I always end up having to buy like oh yeah, by the way, you need to do this, you need to buy this, you need to buy yeah. that, and it's like son of a bitch. You well, know? we finally got the kids taken care of as far as all their gifts, and now it's like okay, now we have her mom uh, and her husband. Now we have. Like my mom, my dad, my stepmom, like my little brother, my older brother, all those kids. It's like we just go down the list. Like we got to get stuff for everybody. It's tough, man. Yeah, it's so hard. I know my mom's side of the family because you know you obviously know how many cousins I had. Right. It became a thing where they just drew names. Yeah. As, as and I think that that was better as opposed to having to buy, you know. 10 small gifts. Of course. You can get like maybe a 40 or $50 gift. So you can get right. something a little nicer. You know? Right. Yeah. Like for me, it was always cool because I could they'd get like a PlayStation game or 
Something like that. So yeah. I, I think that that aspect kind of comes into play too because there's so many people. Oh yeah, and so For many sure. so many gifts you got to buy. Definitely. And then you got to wrap it. <laughs> yep. Which I actually I actually really enjoy wrapping presents. I um, usually every year like I'll make sure the kids are gone, and I'll uh, turn on one of my favorite Christmas movies and. I have this big folding table that I use for like um, when I was doing FIO toys when I would do like events and stuff. I would like have the biggest folding table. So put it out and do all my wrapping on there. Watch a little Christmas movie while I'm doing it. Heck yeah, man. It's a good time. Yeah, I don't mind wrapping presents either. It's just such a time consuming. It is very time consuming. And sometimes you have to sit on the floor to do it. And that yeah. ain't comfortable as at all. That's why I started using the table. That's smart man. <laughs> smart man. Uh, you brought up Christmas movies. We have to go. We have to go down that rabbit hole. Um, my my thing is, I try to watch twenty five Christmas movies during the season. Sure. And at my my start date is after Thanksgiving. Yep. And I have to finish it up by Christmas Day. And yeah. I usually can do that. And every year I've kind of gotten to work. Like I always throw in the classics, but I also like to throw in stuff that maybe I've never seen or heard of. You know. Yep. Different formats, things like that. Anything new you've seen this year, man? That kind of has. Sp- sparked your interest the only thing new that i've i can say that i've seen is uh the christmas chronicles 2 and that was i haven't watched that yet i'm actually in the middle of rewatching the first one the christmas chronicles 2 was really good i mean just like any sequel it's not as good as the first but it was still pretty solid um mm-hmm. there is a movie on disney plus that i'm wanting to watch called godmothered um i don't have disney plus right now oh yeah i mean it's i don't think it'll be great like but I mean, I think it'll be decent. You know, mm-hmm. it's a it's about this like this girl who made some sort of wish or something like that, and this fairy godmother like heard the wish. But by the time she got to the little girl, she ended up being like a middle aged woman. And oh, so, nice! Yeah, it's like this really interesting interesting story, but it takes place at Christmas and everything like that. That's so, kind of fun. Yeah, so I was thinking about I, th- I thought that might look good, and it's got this one. Uh, uh, girl in there who I, th- I believe was on like workaholics and stuff like that, and she she was always been pretty funny, but I don't know. So I'm I'm curious to see that. But as far as any other other new ones, no, I haven't really not any of that really stick out in my mind. Yeah, I I'm kind of just going through and seeing what I can. Like my my thing is like the romantic comedies don't bother me, but I want there to be some like genuine humor. Yes. I don't want them to be like the super sappy. That's like that just yeah. doesn't do it for me. You don't want the hallmark of the lifetime right. classics. You so know? I'm trying to find one. Where I'm like, okay, that might be kind of fun, you know, yeah. or or whatever. There's um, there's one that we watched recently, and I can't I can't think of the name of it. Oh, it's um, Holiday. Part of that one. That one's actually pretty good. Netflix, it, I believe. Uh, yeah, it it covers uh. It, it covers like all holidays, but like it starts and ends at Christmas, and um, it uh, it's really pretty good. I mean, it's it's a romantic comedy, but it's like got some legit humor in there, and it's a uh, nice starring that girl who is like uh, uh, Julia Roberts' niece, I think. I did see that one. Did you? Yeah. No, I didn't see it, but I saw a commercial for it. Yeah, it's. And a, I was it's, like, oh, that'll be that. I actually kind of earmarked to watch that one. So yeah, yeah. it's actually pretty funny, and and I, I actually really enjoyed the story. So. Um, but, uh, other than that, yeah, not, not a whole lot of new ones. I mean, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm still like watching the classics. I did watch, um, on Disney plus they had the, um, a Christmas Carol that Jim Carrey was in oh, that nice. they did the animation similar to Polar Express. Mm-hmm. And that one was really good too. 
Uh, you'd mentioned that before we started recording that you yeah. enjoyed that one, so I still have not watched that one. Yeah. So I, I may I may dive into it. I don't know. It's pretty good. It is. It like there's there's funny parts that I'm sure Jim Carrey added in there, but mm-hmm. like it's. It's the Christmas Carol story's fun though. I've right. always liked that it one. It doesn't stray away from the story to like be funny. It's it's very it's very much on par with the story. Nice. Because I've watched like a Muppets Christmas Carol and stuff yeah. like that. that. Those are always fun. Yep. Some of those. So um yeah, I mean I think uh with Christmas movies you always have to dive into the classics. And when I say classics, first one that comes to mind, Home Alone. Yeah. I thought you were going classic like like Miracle on 34th Street class. See, that's that's too... <laughs> or It's a Wonderful Life. Right. Like, that's great. No, but it's that's just too... Like, I need I need some humor. I will enjoy those movies in my 60s. Yeah. That's when I'll be like, these are good movies. And see, like, well, the first thing we talked about on this show today was stressfulness. Yes. I need to see stressfulness in people. Right. Otherwise, it's not real. Yeah. That's I, why I relate to Christmas Vacation, you know? Yes, yes. I, I need relatability. Because he, you know, he's trying to... Have a great holiday. Like, you yep. can tell in his mind it's going to be a great time. Oh, yeah. It's like the worst Christmas ever. You right. Know? Like exactly. Everything gets destroyed. But it's that mindset of, like, it's going to be a great, fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's not at all. But Home Alone is is always going to be a favorite of mine. Of course. Yeah. I absolutely love that movie. I actually uh, watched that just a few nights ago. Watched yeah. that. and um, I love that movie. I think I love that movie. Um. Elf, I know, is a favorite of yours. Yep. And I actually watched the documentary series, uh, the Christmas movies that made us with Elf in it, and that was, love it. Absolutely love it. Um, I didn't realize all the potential lawsuits in that. I didn't either. I thought that Kind of makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah, well, because it is so close to those Christmas classics. I just assumed that they got rights to all that back in the day. When I watched it the first time, of right? course, yeah. Like, well, well, when back in two thousand three, two thousand four, when it came out, like I wasn't even thinking about it then, right? But I you was just assume that it's all on the up and up, right? Because right? it's designed to look just like that, right? And so you just kind of be like, oh, it's it's like those old movies, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's it was really cool, but like, yeah, I had no clue that they were inches away from like stopping production, yeah, or that they almost turned his suit blue, yeah. Which I saw like the scenes that they did record with that, and it's like, oh god, that doesn't look right. No, not at all. Like, There's something about the green and yellow, yeah. And even even if it was a different, completely different movie, green and yellow, I feel like is perfect for an elf. Yeah, like it, yeah, that's like, that's that's the thing is he looked like an elf, but just normal size, right? You yeah. know, and that's what to me was so funny about that. Yep. And uh, that's one of those like the older I get, the more I enjoy it. Yes, because I remember the first time I saw it, I thought it was super campy. Oh yeah, and it is. It but is. that's the essence of why it's good. That's the charm behind it. Yeah, is it? It is like that. But yeah, it's it's. I thought it was very very well done. I love that movie. My nephew's favorite part is when he's in the doctor and he's eating the cotton balls. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that is pretty funny. It is because he's like, buddy, you're not supposed to eat those. Yeah. He just keeps eating them. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Or, uh, yeah, just that dinner when he's going over all the basic food groups. Yep. Candy canes, yep. candy corns, <laughs> and syrup. <laughs> so funny. And, like, that was one of those movies. Like, I'm actually really glad Will Ferrell didn't do a sequel because I don't know what you could have done. No. it. I mean, usually, like, Christmas sequels, I feel like, never really do well. Unless it's the same movie again, like Home Alone 2. Right. It, but like in a different setting, you know. Yeah. But like they slightly changed it, but it's the same. It's the same movie. Yeah, I go back to like, um, like Santa Claus two or Santa Claus three for that that matter. It's like Santa Claus three, especially is like I don't even know if I've watched that one. I think I've tried and I just Santa Claus two, mm-hmm. but it's like okay, you already know you're Santa, but now you have to find a wife. 
Right. It's okay. Yeah. And then this now this bad guy comes along. It's like okay, come it's on. It's just yeah. It's just not really that great. But like Santa Claus three, basically Jack Frost takes over the North Pole and he's like creating a. Maybe like, I have seen that. He's creating like a basically like a commercialized. Is like, that where he makes Santa like the robot? Yes. Okay, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. And it's just like yeah. Not that it's good. just okay. Yeah, and but as a standalone would have been amazing. Yeah, exactly. But and I think that's the thing. And Elf, I mean, what would have happened? Elf had to take place of Santa Claus this year. You know what I mean? Like, right? What do you do? Yeah. Or he has to go back to the North Pole because yeah, right. I mean, Pop Elf dies or something like that. Right. But I I, I actually heard uh, this is way off topic, but John Heater, who played Napoleon Dynamite, was interviewed on a podcast, and the question was brought up: Why no Napoleon Dynamite too? And he goes, well. Because here's the thing, the natural answer is okay. Napoleon in college. Yeah. So what is he now? He's an awkward teen in college. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do a third one. Okay, it's Napoleon Dynamite in the workplace. He's the weird guy at work who's married and has kids, and you know now he's like struggling in real life and everything else. It's like, is it funny or is it sad? Right. And I was like, wow, he's got a good point there. You yeah. know, because I think sometimes we don't think about it in those terms, but. Yeah, it's starting to be sad, you know. It, yeah, and not that Napoleon Dynamite, in my opinion, does not age well. No, it was super popular when we were in high school, and then it just kind of dwindled away. I can't even tell you the last time I've seen that movie. Fun fact: I never even really cared for that movie. <laughs> I remember seeing it in theaters. I don't even know if it was me and you or me and Casey Cole that saw it, but we saw that in theaters and didn't like it. Yeah, we thought it was kind of lame. Yep, I remember laughing at the part where he danced. Like that's yeah. kind of funny, but like for the most part. A lot of them, like him, like taking the big chugs of Gatorade, were like kind of you chuckle, but it's not really funny. Yeah. And then it hit that pop culture phenomenon, and I was like, oh yeah, that's such a funny movie, but it never really was. No, and I think I think the main selling point for me on that movie, and I feel the same way about Nacho Libre, is just more of the imagery and not like the actual movie itself. I never really liked Nacho Libre either. I, see, I like that movie. I yeah. think that movie's... But I'm a huge Jack Black fan. Yeah. And I'm, I also like Kicking and Screaming by Will Ferrell, and you didn't really care for that either. It, again, it's not even that it's a bad movie. It's just, to me, it just wasn't as funny. You know? Right. But see, I, I thought Nacho Libre was funny, but like, I think the main th- cool thing about that movie and Nacho, or, uh, Napoleon Dynamite is just... It's filmed really cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's very independent and like there's yeah. all these like really beautiful images in it, you know. It's so different than what cinema was back then. Sure. Which I, I can agree with that. Yeah. Now one thing we did talk about we were gonna do on the show, um, since the Christmas special is compile a list of our top ten. Yeah. Top ten, that's insane. Christmas movies. So I I, I imagine we're gonna go ten to one. Yep. Least favorite to favorite. Um, well, not least favorite, but on the list, the least favorite, I guess. So uh, I guess we can go back and forth. And I, I assume we'll have a few repeats here. I, th- I think my list is is right. So, okay. Uh, would you like to go first or you want me to? Um, I mean, I can go first. Okay. So cracking the list at number 10 is the movie Klaus on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yep. That's you've you've I think that one came out last year. Yes. Or the year before, and you were really putting it over then. I I love that movie so much. I think it's so good. So my number ten, also a Netflix film, uh The Christmas Chronicles. Very cool. Which is funny because I told you it would not crack my top ten, but as I started making the list, it Yeah, cracked your top ten. It's a good movie though. Yep. Well Now I haven't seen the second one yet. You told me it wasn't as good, which I kind of assume, but But it's still good. It's okay. It's still good. 
Kurt Russell is a great Santa, by the way. Oh, absolutely. He's perfect for that role. So my number nine, just to uh, reiterate, is your Christmas Chronicles number 10. No, very so, nice. Yep. My number nine is a classic. A lot of people don't like this movie. I remember I've always enjoyed it um, because I feel like it tells a very simple story, but in a fun way, uh, a Christmas story. Okay. You know, Ralphie wants that Red Ryder BB gun. Absolutely. And um, I know it, it's overplayed because they do like 24 hours of it on yep. TNT, and that's too much. I get that. But it's always a classic. Absolutely. Well, my number eight is Christmas with the Cranks. Christmas with the Cranks. So I'll be honest. I don't think I've seen that movie since theaters. <laughs> I really enjoy that movie. We, it, we watch it every year. Yeah, it's one of those I, th- I feel like I need to watch again. El- Elvis Aliaga, a good friend of the show, is like putting that one over to me. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's it's really pretty good. Is that the one where they decide to skip Christmas? Yeah, they're going to go on a cruise. And all the neighbors are not having it. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd is like uber pissed. Yes. He just wants Frosty. Yeah. 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 I, um, that That's definitely one I need to watch this year. Uh, my number eight, um, this is a guilty pleasure if there ever was one, Ernest Saves Christmas. Yes. Solid. Solid movie. I mean, that's that's such a classic. I think that's more of a. It's nostalgia. easily the best earnest. Yeah, easily the best earnest. But I think that's a nostalgia thing for us more than anything. Oh yeah. Because watching it now, it's like this really isn't that good. It's not a good movie. But it's like you still love it. But like, there's a lot of just humorous things about it. You right. Know? So my number seven to uh, keep the Tim Allen train rolling is the Santa Claus. Very nice. Yeah. That's uh, that's a favorite of mine as well. I've I think that's just such a an interesting story because like as a kid you just you don't realize like they spell it like clause in a contract. Yes, and the way that they kind of roped him into it and like he even like it's so unbelievable he doesn't even believe it. He thinks it's a dream. Right, it, that's a good story. Oh yeah, it really is. Uh, so my number seven is a classic, one of my all time favorites. It's kind of low on my list, but I felt like it'd be weird if they were back to back. And that is uh, Home Alone two, Lost in New York. Okay. Love that movie. So yeah. good. Very, very good. Um, so my number six is actually kind of kind of controversial because a lot of people say it's not a Christmas movie, and that's Die Hard. Die Hard. Classic. Yeah. Uh, they didn't actually make my list, but I freaking love Die Hard. Such a good movie. And we, we're gonna we're gonna debate a little bit later on whether or not it's a Christmas movie, but hundred percent it is. I think people say that because it's an action movie. Yeah. But it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, for sure. So that was number six for you? Yep. Um, My number six is definitely a Christmas classic. I feel like this one, it's a little campy, but it's a fun one. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about Jingle All the Way. Oh, boy. Yes. Yes, solid. Hunt for Turbo Man. Yes. I mean. And it's got Sinbad. Come on. Absolutely solid. Yeah. And that's. That's that's no conspiracy theory. He's actually in that one. Yeah. <laughs> I will say there's one part of 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 uh, Jingle All the Way that I don't believe to be accurate, and I'll tell you what that is. If Turbo Man's the hottest thing going, yeah, no way people aren't buying the uh, sidekick and the villain. Oh well, you know what I mean. Yeah, especially if Turbo Man's sold out. Of course, I mean, you know every kid's going to want the bad guy and right. the sidekick. Yep. Yep. So three figure set. You're gonna get all of them. Absolutely. Um, so my number five, and I feel like this is where we're gonna start having a lot of repeats. Home Alone two. Nice. Yep. So my number five is one we talked about a little bit earlier. Elf. Yes. Very good. Um, 
My number four is another repeat. I think all of mine you've already said. Uh, a Christmas story. Nice. Yeah. Uh, my number four is a to me it is a holiday classic, but it's not a movie for everybody. Yeah. Bad Santa. Yeah, see, that one to me is like funny, but it's one that I don't really need to watch every year. See, the reason I like it is because he is, Willie is a piece of shit. Oh, big time. But at the end of it, he actually does some nice things for that kid. Yeah. As big a piece of shit as he is, like he actually kind of, that kid kind of does rub off on him. I think that tells a good story. It's a very rough story. Yeah. And it's certainly not for everybody, but I like that movie a lot. I just, I'm not a big fan of that actor. Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah. I don't know what it is about him. He just kind of annoys the hell out of me. Which makes sense. Well, you don't like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the kid is hilarious to me, though. Oh, yeah. Big time. Which is funny, because I heard uh, on one of the Conrad Thompson podcasts, he made the realization that kid looks like a young Harley Race. Oh, yeah. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like he really does. Oh, man. So my number three is uh, Jingle All the Way. Yeah, very nice. My number three, uh, The Santa Claus. Very good. I really like that movie. Yeah, solid movie. Very yeah. solid movie. Very, very good. Um, my number two is Home Alone. My number two is also Home Alone. Yeah, I mean, that's a uh, classic, right? I mean, in every sense of the word. Yeah, uh, it's one of those movies, I mean, where I feel like it's, it, it's timeless. It is, and I also like it in the fact that it's not, it is a Christmas movie, but there's nothing about it in the title. Shows it being a Christmas exactly. movie. Yeah, it just happens to be taking place during Christmas yep. and stuff. And um, yeah, you think about it, like that kid was eight. Like my nephew's six. I could imagine if he was home by himself. Like that's scary stuff. I mean, to be to be fair, when when I was that age, we were home alone all the time. Like it wasn't because we got left at home. It was just because like mom was at work or something like that. Right. You know, I mean, we were like so it wasn't a big deal except for the fact that like it was a bigger deal he was he was left alone when he was supposed to go on vacation <laughs> it's a bigger deal now than i think it was then cuz i remember time. by around 10 my mom would start leaving me at home by myself yeah, yeah. big time um so am i down to my number 1 down to your number 1 one of my i feel like you probably are predicting this uh, i don't know about the listeners but my number 1 is elf elf number 1 of all time elf, huh number 1 of all time my number 1 is my all time favorite christmas movie Christmas Vacation. Very solid. That one did not crack my top ten. It didn't, which I I know yeah. that you have said before you're not a huge, huge fan of it. Yeah. And I, I watched it last year, and it's like, I, I get why people like this, but... Yeah. I know it's a controversial one. It's, uh, it's just not not really not really for me. We had a pretty similar list, though, did we not? We did, yeah. I think uh, I I think we both just had a couple of differences here and there, but a lot of the same movies. So I know you, I didn't have Die Hard, and I don't think you had Christmas or Ernest Saves Christmas, but... Nope. Or Bad Santa, but for the most part, it was kind of all the same stuff. I think about six out of ten were probably similar, or maybe half of it. All the classics. Yes. As it were. Um, so now we got to talk about this die hard how do people say it's not a christmas movie here's here's my thing die hard is just as much of a christmas movie as home alone because home alone could have easily taken place at spring break or on the summer or in the summer it just happened to take place at christmas agreed die hard just happens to take place at christmas you can't say die hard is not a christmas movie and say home alone is no, I agree with that. It's so we talked about it before. It's at a Christmas party. Yes, he's going there to try to get his wife back. Yeah, right. Um, it's the, the one of the first terrorists that dies. He writes, 
Now I have a machine gun, ho, 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 yes. on his sweatshirt in blood, which is, I mean, that's insane to think. Right. Um, he When he hides the gun, spoilers, the movie's 30 years old. So By this point, if you haven't watched it, it's on you. Yeah. <laughs> but he tapes the gun to his back and he uses Christmas tape yes. to do this. Yep. The end credits is a Christmas song. Yes. I mean, like... What more do you need? I mean, realistically, you can say... They always say, like, it's not... The, it's not integral to the plot that it's at Christmas or whatever. It's but neither like, is Home Alone. Neither is Home Alone, and neither is 90% of Christmas movies. Like, like... Well, technically, Elf wouldn't have to be Christmas time either. Elf wouldn't. Jingle all the way. That could just be a birthday present. Well, also, too, like, if you think about... Yeah, exactly. Elf, realistically speaking, why would they send him away during the busiest time for elves? Exactly. Well, I mean, to be fair, he was slowing down progress. He was. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> they were getting, they were wanting to get rid of them, right? Um, but uh, I mean, you could say that about any any one of them. I mean, what what was another one that? I mean, Christmas Vacation is probably the only one that you can't because it's, it's a, about Christmas. It's Christmas Vacation, the Santa Claus. But the the Santa Claus is another one you really can't say it's not about Christmas. But like the majority of Christmas movies, like you can literally say that just about most of them yeah. that that people watch and people are into. I mean. It's it's all kind of the same thing. Uh, Jingle all the way, though. I will say that one almost has to be Christmas, and here's why: because a birthday, that toy wouldn't be bought by everybody because birthdays sure. are different. So sure. that does kind of make it because yeah. it's the hot Christmas toy. Yeah, and around that time is also when the hot Christmas toys were happening. Oh yeah. So it kind of that's kinda, when a lot of the big releases are and things like that. Right. So it kind of fed into. I mean, that's not a coincidence to me. Game systems are released around Thanksgiving. Right. right. Exactly. So it's 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 very apparent, but no, I agree with that. Now, um, Die Hard, absolutely a Christmas movie. My thing is like I I know people say well ba- Batman and Returns is too, but that one to me doesn't seem like a Christmas movie, and I know this is controversial, but neither does Iron Man three. It just yeah. happens to take place at Christmas. Well, and here's here's the difference between like I feel like Bat and. It, I, it's been years since I've watched Batman Returns, but Batman Returns versus Die Hard. Batman Returns, everything is in the background. Yes. It's all about him taking down the penguin. Penguin's running for mayor, like, and him trying to take care of Catwoman. Like, it's not about Christmas at all. Like, I mean, yeah. to, to my knowledge, maybe there was a Christmas party. I don't remember it. I if there remember. was. It's been a while since I've seen it. But, like, Christmas was in the background. Die Hard. Everything is relative to Christmas, like the party, the the music. I mean the like the ho ho ho. I mean all that crap. I mean it's like so much is relative to Christmas, but Batman Returns, not so much. And I don't recall anything about Iron Man three at all. So I don't. I don't know. It just happens during Christmas, right? It's around that time. But uh, you know, Ernest saves Christmas is about Christmas. He's yeah. trying to save Christmas. Yes, he's got to make Santa Claus realize he's the Santa. Right, bad Santa. It, I mean, it's it's an R-rated film for sure, but it happens at Christmas. That's yeah. what they do. Is well, they and he's Santa Claus. He's Santa Claus, and right. he they rob the store. That's their deal. Yeah, and that's how they get into these department stores and stuff. So yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. Uh, one thing, one thing too, I want to touch on before, before we wrap up for the uh, for the Christmas special. Hulu is kind of doing this because I recently resubscribed to Hulu, which uh, if you have not watched the new Supermarket Sweep, it's pretty rocking. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> I knew it's, you would. It's ridiculous, yeah. but it's fun. One thing, you know, they do the sweaters on there. Uh-huh. They're letting them design them themselves. Amazing. Like this one guy was a karate guy, and he designed his and cut it like it was a karate gi. 
Amazing. I was like, that's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. So getting a little bit more creative there. Yeah. Which I dig. But to me, there's been a lot of really good TV Christmas episodes. Yes. That they don't get enough attention, maybe. Right. And, uh, you know, off The Office has several. Sure. I know you said Brooklyn Nine-Nine's got several. There's a lot of shows out there that a lot have a lot of good Christmas episodes. I remember a episode of Full House where they were locked in an airport yeah. at Christmas. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of good Christmas episodes. I would like to see a catalog of, like, The Office Christmas. And it's, like, however many Christmas episodes. Well, I don't know if it was, like, six or seven or something. Yeah. And just play those on a loop. Like, that, to me, would be fun as hell. So, you know, Hulu actually does... Have which I'm sure you've been on there, seen their holidays. They'll actually have a Christmas television episodes like section, but, but they're not all of them. If you what play one, it just goes to the next episode, not the next Christmas episode. Right. That's what sucks. Or if they would let you make your own list, yeah, that would be great. Yes, because I would. I think there's a lot of long lost Christmas TV episodes that we oh, big time haven't really. There were scene. Family Matters episodes like that were Christmas and that that were in that list. It's like, oh, I'd like to go back and watch those. Right, and and that's the thing is, I would imagine most series probably have a Christmas episode. Of course, and that's to me that'd be that'd be really fun to see without having to go through and watch the whole thing. I know um, we haven't actually talked about this, but Home Improvement yeah. they had some damn good Halloween episodes. Oh yeah, they did. You know, yeah. Well, what was the uh, the one where that lady was stalking? The stalking. Tim? Yeah, that was the one I was thinking of. Yeah, that was such he'd, a good he'd one. He'd make like the haunted houses in the basement and stuff. Yeah, like that was good shit. Oh yeah, it like was. to me, like those are some of the best episodes of of any Halloween show. Yeah. I feel like The Office does a really good job of doing Halloween and Christmas stuff. Yeah, I always liked I always liked their Halloween ones. I, I actually one of my favorite Halloween episodes was in their last season or maybe the eighth season. Of the office, yeah, it was. Um, it was when they did the uh, how it was Halloween contest for like the fifteen thousand dollars worth of coupons or whatever. And Oscar was the rational consumer. Yes, love that. I love that episode. But um, but they also is did, that the Bear Schnickel episode? Not the same episode, but I think that's the same season. Yeah. Um. Well, no, Bell Schnickel was a night season, I think. Okay. Because that was Jim was already working at that new place. That's right. Um, athlete, yes, and so, but yeah, they had great Christmas episodes. Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine actually had a Christmas episode that was Die Hard. Oh, amazing! Yeah, and they just like basically like retold the Die Hard in like a new, like a small like department store in New York setting, and made a lot of like funny references towards it. And that's that, see, yeah. like that's great. Yeah, that's what I would love to see. I think like The Simpsons has been on so long. Their first episode was actually a Christmas episode. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure they've had tons of Christmas specials. Oh, yeah. But, like, to me, like, I would love to categorize all the Treehouse of Horrors. Yeah. Without having to watch, like you said, the next episode start just Treehouse of Horror 1 all the way through 30 yep. years. That'd be great. Yep. Like, that stuff would be awesome. So I'd like to see that happen down the road, get those get those mm-hmm. holiday theme episodes happening. Absolutely. Because I'm sure there's a lot of shows even that we probably don't even follow as much Yeah, that have good... You know, I would definitely watch their specials. Yeah, for sure. Um, so anyway, that pretty well wraps up this edition of the Christmas special. Hope you guys enjoyed it. It's a little bit of a different format than what we normally do, but I think it's nice to kind of dive into all the, all the holiday times that are happening right now. Hopefully you guys are enjoying, got all your shopping done and now you get to, um, you know, pretend to like your family. Absolutely. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, totally kidding, but uh, Merry Christmas uh, from from us. We hope you guys have a great holiday this year. 
I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. And we will see you in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Dope pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can't dig it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.